0: All right, on today's stall warning, we're going to recap the weekend, which was filled with some great games, including the game of the century, the game of the decade, game of forever between Boston College and UNC on the women's side, and that game absolutely did deliver. We have uh, some questions of uh, whether or not teams are properly ranked, and should Pete Melman start packing his bags? Let's uh, Let's get after it. yo john
1: what is up i am very glad i mute my mic for that intro section because i was i legitimately cracked up when you asked if pete milliman should start packing his bags that was (laughs) that was a great unscripted moment for everyone that was not in our notes and i was not ready for that
0: that was not but but i mean it's a valid question
1: seat is hot the seat the seat is hot you can't have two historic losses um (laughs) <laughs> in one week, You usually want to space those out a little bit.
0: Um, yeah. yeah, Hopkins When You're, when you're are making not program happy. history. You want those things to be far apart.
1: <laughs> um, for those of you who don't know, Johns Hopkins lost their first ever game to Delaware this week, um, and then that was actually a follow up performance to Navy's first win at Homewood since the 70s, which is not a good, <laughs> <laughs> not a good wasn't thing. Was it 1969?
0: I thought. Yeah.
1: Yeah, Yeah, not even the the
0: seventies. Yeah, yeah. Oof. Yeah, I don't. I don't love it. I mean, it is his first year. Yeah, he came over, and then there was COVID, right? And um, so, I don't know how much I put into put into this, but it is a little concerning. Put in a little bit.
1: I mean, they went from you know after that Syracuse win, where you're like, okay, like. I mean, all their losses are against top five teams. You know, they could do something, maybe make a run out of that large bid. And then it's like, I'd, uh, I don't I don't know about that anymore.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, the close game against Loyola doesn't look quite as bad anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, the win over Jacksonville looked good. I don't know. Yeah. Syracuse win didn't look great. No, that was. Like they got it, but it didn't look great.
1: <laughs> but at what cost?
0: Yeah. Wow. Well, I mean, if you look at it this way, they started the season off two and zero, and they're two and six since then. Two and five, excuse me. Yeah, so, not, not good. No, and, and they're kind of in the same boat Notre Dame was uh, this past week with Michigan coming to town, where it's like a, it's a must win, like. If you lose this game it's Michigan, you're staring <laughs> on the barrel of Rutgers, Ohio State, Penn State, Maryland. That is that is almost guaranteed that you're losing two of those, if not four.
1: Yeah, um, I don't, I don't, I don't know, I don't know if I take them in any of those games.
0: So Michigan is, uh, excuse me, Johns Hopkins is four and five right now. The remaining schedule is Michigan, Rutgers, Ohio State, Penn State, Maryland. Are you betting a future on Johns Hopkins? Finishing above five hundred, or are you betting a future on P. Millman packing his backs
1: Ugh. It, I, I mean, he's not getting canned after one year, but I, I would, You're I sure think the them? over, the over under on wins, Big Ten wins this year, I would put at one and a half.
0: Yeah, I don't know if, if they, over, over, they, over they under one and a half Big Ten four, wins if they go one and four in this final stretch and finish five and nine mm-hmm. and oh. don't make the Big Ten tournament because Big Ten tournament it's only four teams, right? Yeah. I don't know. I could see I, This is Johns Hopkins we're talking about. This isn't This isn't freaking, you know, Bobby, this this fan base is very proud of their team. I can't imagine they're going to be thrilled. With, I mean, Petramala walked and he didn't even have a losing record other than I mean there's the 2020 season that got cut short. His but, his, his down years are like best years in program
1: history for <laughs> a lot of D1 teams.
0: Right. I mean, I'm a huge yeah. Petro fan. I have no problem with what the school decided with him in terms yeah. of, you know, where they were at. But I would not be shocked to see them send Milliman packing. And, I mean,
1: Milliman's also coming off – like, he was doing a great job at Cornell. Like, it wasn't like right, he was an up-and-coming. Like, he jumped from a blue blood program to a bluer Bigger. blood program.
0: <laughs> yeah. I, I like Milliman a lot. I think he's a good coach. I just – you know – yeah we'll see we'll see i mean this should have been a year that they they bounced back they had all the pieces right they got de simone at Degnan. they got epstein they had a couple of good sophomores and pesco yeah, Grimes. Yeah. i mean it
1: seemed like they were finally figuring things out like i know de simone kind of struggled his first few years kind of figuring out what mm-hmm. position he was playing and then epstein was hurt so you figure this would have been the year to put it all together and it just i, I haven't seen it
0: yeah, and I think their goalie play has been good. curson has been played, played well.
1: Yeah, they're only you a mean, goalie that was, away, that was right? A big, they're only a that goalie a big, away.
0: Well, that was a problem under Petro for so many years. The, the goalie play just wasn't good enough. It was it was always, you know, sub-50% save percentage, which just won't get it done in, in high-level Division One. So, you know, Kurson's right at 50%, 99 saves, 98 goals against. So he's right there. But <clears throat> I thought he's played pretty well in most of the games he's played in. Um. Yeah, it's an interesting question. That's I tend to agree with you that he's back for another year. But yeah, if he doesn't win, if they don't make the tournament next year, I think he's. Toast. I think mean, that.
1: Um, I think obviously like recruiting is going to be big. I mean, all those Hopkins fans follow the recruiting boards on who's getting on board and and not. Um, so I think that's also going to be a big summer for him hitting the, hitting the tournaments.
0: Yeah, but recruits don't matter for him. Right I mean, they matter. They matter for the future, but they don't matter. Like, yeah. if he doesn't win next year, it doesn't matter who he's got coming in. I don't think anyone cares. Well, I, think, I think that matters for the hot seat or not. Like,
1: people know in Maryland who's winning the recruiting battles and not. All those, all those Maryland schools are fighting over the same kids.
0: Yeah. Well, we'll see what happens with, uh, with, with Coach Milliman. Hopefully, Hopkins Day will right the ship and and get. Get some W's and or make not. It.
1: Or maybe it's a dumpster fire and I'm, I'm all for it either
0: way. <laughs> some people yeah. just
1: want to watch the world burn.
0: I, I don't want to see that. I like to see these guys do it. I, I I'm a bit, I like Connor DeSimone. He's a good dude. I've enjoyed him um, watching him play. I think Jack Kehoe's a really good player who's just had too many injuries. I like to see those guys do something. I think it's for, good for the game when Hopkins is good. I'd agree. So not good I'm, for the
1: message boards though.
0: Yeah, well, I don't even do message boards even exist anymore. Uh, about it's, Twitter?
1: Just, it's just Twitter now.
0: Yeah. Lacrosse Twitter, whatever. Lacrosse yeah. Twitter is always great. It's got yeah. plenty of hate on there. Uh, let's, let's actually go on script here and talk about the things that, that did happen mm-hmm. that are a positive. Uh, we won't talk about the scores, but Maryland, we'll talk about the polls first, you know, Maryland consensus number one after waxing Virginia. <laughs> yeah. Um, Pretty sure anyone who didn't vote the number one would be fired from the poll. Yeah, they got. Uh, I don't know. There's much to talk about here other at uh, the top five, other than maybe Cornell ahead of Virginia.
1: Yeah, I I probably agree with that. Um, Virginia didn't. It wasn't like it was a tight one versus two matchup. Um, so I certainly see the bump, and um, I mean Cornell's undefeated right now. They're the besides Maryland, the only undefeated team in the top five. So I don't. I have no problems putting them three above Virginia right now.
0: Yeah, I, I think Cornell deserves it. They have some quality wins, and I think that the, um, the loss being so so bad should just bump Virginia down one to four and, and Cornell up to three. I, I don't. I think you know it's we're sort of splitting hairs, right? Both these teams are good, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, interestingly enough, you know, men's not a lot of talk on the men's poll, and um, no. frankly, probably not a lot of talk on the women's poll. I mean, women's polls. I you know, mean also at least the women's poll,
1: it was a tighter one two matchup. <coughs> like if the team see when they see each other again, like it's you know, BC can very very much win that game.
0: Dude, that was a great game. Yeah. Did you watch that game?
1: I did not. Um while I was waiting for we have this little break between our daily meeting and the podcast, I was flicking through Instagram and I did catch the Charlotte North eight meter rip where she put it near side high and Instantly reposted that to our uh, our story, so go check that out at one hundred and one LAX on uh, at Instagram.
0: Yeah, just start chanting, Andy Aldave, Aldave. She was awesome. She had four goals for UNC. A couple of incredible finishes. Uh, she's transferred from Notre Dame. Obviously, the the usual suspects uh, showed up in the box score for North Carolina. I'm completely derailing our order of operation I, here we were, we were going to talk about this game i mean anyway. this game was awesome i i have not quite finished i'm not quite finished it so i haven't seen the bc comeback yet but mm-hmm. I, i've watched most of the game um annie adave played great uh you know scotty rose groundy caitlin Wurzberger, ali mastriani jamie ortega they all they all did well they all did well Aldave is a name you weren't expecting to hear olivia dirks the transfer from temp not from temple uh uh, well, I can't remember where she's from. Anyways, she played outstanding. Sam Gears back. She had this inside role that was incredible. Had two of them, actually. Did a great job. And I thought UNC looked really, really good. Now, BC had this really terrible second quarter. Just could not get anything going on offense, gave up some goals. And UNC went into the break, got a lead, and then sort of like, you know, rode that lead to the end. And obviously, BC makes a comeback. Um, I just haven't had a chance to watch yet. I thought they did a good job of relative containment of Charlotte North. The defense did, and you know, in the first half, anyways, they made the they made the the role players, you know, have to really work to get their goals. Um, and Taylor Morano played pretty well. I thought she she had a couple of good saves. You know, save percentage only ended at twenty nine percent, but the couple of saves she did have were were big, um, including one at the end of the half in the first half so I thought it was a really good game uh Masturani did well at the uh, the draw circle and so did um Dirks uh, Charlotte North takes most of the draws for BC and she was she and Mastriani were kind of splitting in the first half I think they ended around 50 50 and then uh, and then the second half Charlotte North went on a tear and Olivia Dirks came in in relief of Ali Mastriani and, and did a good job of kind of changing things up and it was it was good but it was a great game a lot of fun to watch really physical I mean man Oh yeah. Those girls I was, should I was probably have hits.
1: Pads. And I was like, Oof. Yeah,
0: they should probably have pets. I mean they're insane. It's just so they're just eating cross checks. Yeah. I mean it's like quick quick aside here, toughness factor, I'm pretty sure the uh the the girls are tougher than the boys. <laughs> I mean, jeez. It's insane what they're dealing with, but uh yeah, it was a pretty good it was good. It was physical. It was tough. Rachel Hall played well. It, I mean, it was. It was it fun. Delivered. Game delivered. Yeah. I enjoyed that game quite a bit. Um It was. A, I thought both it, coaches did a good job of managing their team and kind of keeping them mentally engaged and not letting mm-hmm. like the runs get the best of them.
1: So UNC finally number one in the polls. I'm. I'm sure you're okay with that.
0: Hey, my wagon, baby. They delivered yeah. again. Still undefeated. Still undefeated. Not losing a game this year. Um. So let's talk about. Well, let's just stay on the girl side. We'll talk mm-hmm. about tech cues. Uh, the Hokies jumped out to a 2 0 lead, but then it was basically all downhill from all there. there they lost the rest that, of the game 17 yeah. 3. Um, yeah, I don't know that there's much to talk about here. Yeah, I mean, I think
1: I, it's it's what we've touched on the pod before, but like there's very much a separation in the women's game between the top five teams in the country and even outside that top five you can be like a fringe top 10 team but like it's yeah <laughs> these 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 teams are just on a different level unc boston college maryland northwestern syracuse like it's those five stony brooks kind of on that fringe but then i feel like there's there's that gap right now
0: yeah and like both these I mean, games
1: kind of cemented that for me this weekend
0: yeah i agree i mean there was no
1: because Texas a
0: good
1: team. A, I mean, Texas fight. is a top twenty-five team.
0: No, um, yeah, they're good. I I think the Hokies are good. They got some good players. Love knows good. Um, they have another uh, Wee- Liebler. Uh, she's really good as well. They got a good goalie in Morgan, Ber- Morgan Berman. Um, I, I think they're talented. It just it's Syracuse is really really good. Megan Carney, Megan Tyrell. I mean, they combined for fifteen points. I mean. <laughs> sorry those girls can ball out so um we'll see what happens i think for tech this is a good game you know there's some youth in that team they have a a freshman um olivia uh number four is what she wears olivia vergano she's pretty good um i think she'll start to to pick up a little bit um there's a young lady named sophie student she's pretty pretty talented as well so i I think this is a good game to if there's such thing as a good loss which i don't think there is but um, I think they'll learn from this and they'll get better. And You know, frankly, ACC tournament, right? They're going to see this team again, so they, mm-hmm. potentially. So they need to. Good to know what you're dealing with. Um, let's talk about Maryland Rutgers, and this is just your time. You know, again, you can just continue to to hate on Rutgers.
1: I have nothing against the Rutgers women's teams, um, but <laughs> um, I think it, this is. I mean, it's the same same script as the Virginia tech Syracuse game just changed the names where, um, Maryland's really good this year. Um, and Rutgers is good, but they're just, they're not with that elite five teams.
0: Yeah. I definitely think the girls, the girls weekend is going to be the girls quarterfinal round is going to be really, really interesting because I think that you're going to have, you have your top four teams, but then you're going to have a Stony Brook, a Florida, um, you know, potentially a USC um, type team that's going to be in there mm-hmm. that could win. Yeah. Probably. And I would say
1: be. like the, the final four for the women's game is going to be all legitimate. Like title contenders. Like that's no, yeah. no, I don't think a Cinderella story is getting to the final four.
0: I would be shocked. I'm not gonna lie. I would be shocked. So, uh let's talk about the men's game so men's game Mm -hmm. over the weekend we had cornell yale which is one of your mortal locks of the week which was a miss (laughs) um but both my one goal
1: um yeah i was able to catch the the end of this um i was able to catch the yale comeback that destroyed the lock um cornell was up big um and then it just kind of seemed like they took the foot off the gas and yale was able to get um some quick uh, goals from their midfielders um, were able to put some in and keep it tight. I think I think there's more show to Yale um, when they're rolling, they can be really good. They just got to put it together. Um, it's kind of seemed like a really weird year for Yale right now.
0: Yeah. I mean, not surprising they're coming off the the COVID break and I know so are the other well, Ivy did leagues, you but... hear
1: about that with the Ivy Leagues, though? Um, like, some of them were able to get some sort of spring season last year um, right. with practices and stuff. And I know Yale had nothing. Like, not a single think... practice. And kids weren't even on campus last year.
0: Yeah, I mean, the big thing for Yale is just sort of, like, not letting the season get away from them, right? Like, they they have these wins that are solid. The, the, their losses are close. Um, the Penn State lost a little head-scratcher, but, but not really. Penn State's obviously good. They've played other teams close. But the catch is they lose to Cornell. They now face Princeton-Penn, right? They lose both yeah. of those games. To make the Ivy League tournament, they're going to have to beat Dartmouth, Brown, and probably Harvard. And so they need to get a W here in these next one of these next two games is kind of what I'm looking at, if I'm them. You know? I think that's just going to be challenge. They just have a challenge in front of them. It's, just a, it's a lot, but that's that's where you're going to be if you want to be a top five team, you know? So, yeah.
1: Oh, geez. Uh, yeah. Ah, uh, man. Pratt and Princeton back to back though, both home though. So that, that definitely helps, but that's not easy.
0: It's not. But speaking of Prenton and Princeton, let's, let's talk about that game. Uh, 21, 20. I can't feel like, do you think the D coordinators just like went home after the game or like, I quit? Like <laughs> I'm done playing. I'm done doing this.
1: Yeah, this game was um high scoring to say the least.
0: Um Yeah, I mean like, the defense. coordinator I'm like I I gave up 20 goals and and we still won. <laughs> like
1: what? Yeah. Um I mean the guys looked both teams looked really really good. I mean, I guess I guess that's what happens when you're scoring the ball that much. I'm I'm an offensive guy, so I'm not you know picking on the defense too much. I think both offenses looked awesome. It was a fun game to watch. This was very hard. It was a little really hard to leave this game when Maryland Virginia was coming on. You know,
0: I I, I would say this: I did not like that the defenses couldn't solve any of the equation. Mm-hmm. You know, and the goalies just couldn't. I mean, Penn changed their goalie in the fourth quarter. Like that's how bad it was. Yeah. I, I don't. I just don't think that they. It's not fun to watch games that are that high scoring because, like, you want to see defenses play a little bit better than that. But I will give Penn and Princeton both credit. Their offenses looked. Very, very good. Now, I'll be curious to see if that's the case in future weeks, but, I mean, both of them, they can score the ball. That's for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, Princeton looks like they're for real. uh, Honestly, not because of the scoring. I think they're for real because they did this stuff in the middle of the field that was important. And I thought at times their defense was capable. Um, I think Eric Peters has to play a little bit better for them to win future games like this. I'd also say
1: maybe cover that lefty attackman that uh, kept scoring all those goals.
0: Yeah, he had like four goals on the season, then he had like seven goals in that game or something. That yeah, was it
1: was it uh, Cam Rubin.
0: Yeah, I mean, big players show up in big games, so yeah. Uh, moving on, so Princeton for real locked in top five spot. I feel like they're also probably kind of locking in a at large bid with Definitely. those types I mean, of wins. If they if they beat Yale, They're in. Yeah, I think so too. Um and then and speaking of another team keeping their hopes alive, Notre Dame uh upends Michigan twelve seven.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, you know, good good win for the the fighting Irish, you know, sort of stabilizing the ship before they head into uh ACC play. You know, they get a reeling Virginia this weekend. Um, I think they're in good position to go on a little three game run right here. Beat mm-hmm. Virginia, beat Syracuse, and then they got Duke. Um but in this game they they just looked like the better team. I, yeah. I, I, only I mean watched-
1: defensively they finally got it together and um put on a strong performance. This I was checking the polls. This win knocked Michigan out of the top twenty. <laughs> like <laughs> they go they're seven and two and out of the top twenty now.
0: Yeah, I mean I think Michigan though, like to the point is they've lost two in a row and they haven't beaten their best win right now is maybe Delaware. Delaware? Yeah. Right? And Delaware's fine i like delaware i mean i'm, I'm a delaware fan yeah. but you know delaware doesn't have any big wins their their best win is hopkins right so mm-hmm. um maybe st joe's I, I yeah i think i'm not surprised to see this michigan's got plenty of meat on the bone you know uh is the hopkins Michigan game, a loser-leave town game? Is that gonna be our loser-leave town game of the week? <laughs> is
1: every is every Michigan game just gonna be a loser leaves town, even though they continue to lose? Um maybe. I would say for Big Ten, yeah. We, do, we, do we deem Notre Dame Michigan loser-leave town? Yeah, that was that was our loser leave town game.
0: Oh, okay. Well then why are we talking about them? Michigan, you're 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 out. Peace. Yeah. Awesome. Bye bye. Nobody likes Wolverines anyways. That's not true. I I like John Paul and what he did there, so I'm I'm a fan of them sort of vicariously through him, but um, they have the wrong M. That's really what it comes down to. The right M exists in Wisconsin, in Milwaukee, at Marquette. Um, I I think Michigan's got real problems for making the tournament. Not gonna lie. I also think they, I think they have a path to the Big Ten tournament because I think they can beat Hopkins. I think they can beat Penn State. I don't know if they can beat Maryland Rutgers or Ohio State.
1: I would put that as a stretch,
0: but. We'll see. I mean, it looked like they had made the jump this year. So, maybe this, five, maybe this is games. the year. Enjoy it. Yeah.
1: You won the February Touriton.
0: Josh DeWada, baby. Uh, let's talk about your miss here. The UNC high point lock. Uh, minus two and a half for the Targills. <laughs> and they didn't blow them out. High points defense better than you thought? <laughs> <laughs>
1: uh I would say better, still not good enough to get the win. Um, I mean, surprising that high high point was able to put up twelve, and Nolting only has two points on the day. Uh, When are teams just gonna lock Braden Maya with a whatever they have to do to not let that kid catch the ball on the
0: crease? I don't think they can do that. If you do that, (laughs) then Nolting can have dodges and no slides. Yeah, I don't think that's a good thing. But. uh, yeah,
1: I mean, surprising. Chris Chris Gray, no assists. Um, only fourteen. Like, ugh. so I mean, it's a good. Good win for North Carolina. High points, not an easy out for these teams. And I know historically, um, since my brother was a high point player, I have a huge high point bias. Teams like North Carolina would always take this team lightly. Um, I don't think that's the case anymore. So, um, eh. I missed. It was it was two and a half. They won by two. It happens.
0: You know, I think if anything, this is more proving that High Point is right on the cusp. They're like a like a top 30 team. Because if they can get a couple of these W's here down the road, maybe not this year, but maybe next year. I mean, they're there. I thought they were there a couple of years ago. And I think COVID sort of derailed that momentum that they had. Mm-hmm. Um, and the committee not putting them in the tournament was sort of a travesty. Yeah, but, I
1: mean they have I mean their four losses this year are Maryland, Virginia, Duke, North Carolina.
0: Yeah, I mean, I just think like more and more outside of the Maryland game, like more and more of these games against top top level teams are, are close. Like they're not mm-hmm. they're not losing games by by five, ten goals. Like they're close games. Yeah. So I think at the end of the day, like they're proving that they can play with those guys. It's only a matter of time before they get a couple of those to to knock over and be wins. Mm-hmm. And I think that just changes the complexion of who they are. And I think Torby's got the right attitude to do that. So, I mean, that's my—that's what my gut tells me. But I could be wrong. But I think High Points in good position. I mean, for this year, for this year, they're SoCon or bust. But yeah. for for yeah.
1: But I don't think SoCon. Years, I don't know if SoCon's sending two teams anymore. Like I think it's you got to win the championship.
0: Oh, I don't know about that. Why do you say that? Jacksonville's still in good position.
1: Yeah, but if Jacksonville loses. I mean, they still need to beat High Point Richmond. Um, I would say they, they would have to beat High Point Richmond in the regular season um, if they don't I win the SoCon that. tournament.
0: I think Jacksonville has to win out the season and make it to the SoCon championship game. I think if they do that and they lose, I'm not saying they're in, but I'm saying they have a good to chance to be in. If, if they don't win the SoCon. Well, I think they're close because they they're, they have wins over Denver and Duke, which are big. Mm-hmm. they'll have wins over high point and richmond which will be one of those will probably be a tournament team because they'll have won the socon so i just think like if it comes down to duke or denver is one of the last at larges, that they're going to get the nod so
1: jacksonville is the only one with the resume right now to be that at, at large right
0: or do you think no, i agree with that i agree with that high point high point was they played the, high point played the schedule but didn't get the wins so mm-hmm. they're they're same thing with at, richmond yeah, exactly. Richmond. Well, Richmond, yeah, I guess so.
1: I mean they have North Carolina, Duke, Georgetown as their losses. That's true, yeah. And tight true. tight games. It wasn't no blowouts there, but yeah. Um it's the same thing, like with you know, Rutgers never getting in, it. it's like, well, you just win one or two of those games and you're in.
0: Yeah, I mean Richmond's got Virginia on the schedule, which is of interest, but I don't think that win alone will be enough. So I think they need to yeah, I think Richmond's AQ are bust. Mm-hmm. I think Jacksonville is probably the best hope. I, Richmond, I could see if they went out, I could see them being a potential at large because that means they beat Jacksonville and Virginia in the regular season. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, it's just. It's tough. Hopefully, they don't all well, eat each I, other alive. And I, I guess the reason why I think it's more important for Jacksonville is because I think Jacksonville is the winner of Duke, which I think is the team that NACC that will be on the bubble because mm-hmm. Cuse is already probably out unless they. Went out in ACC play, so you're kind of looking at the big
1: if, if right? Happens. So you're
0: looking at the other four teams, and the other four teams, the worst of those is probably Duke, maybe Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Guess it depends on who. Anyways, um, my my parlay of the week, my Denver Ohio State pick was spot on,
1: spot on, great great call.
0: That was I I, I just had a feeling, you know, I, I think Denver's gonna make a run here at the end. I think Big East might end up getting two bids. Um the Drexel pick <laughs> is this was becoming what,
1: what, a a tournament bid podcast where we just talk about team schedules and if they're gonna make the tournament.
0: Well that's all we all care about, right? <laughs> uh Drexel losing to Villanova. I mean, I'm not surprised by that loss. I I kinda went on a limb on that one and thought thought Drexel might be able to put it together. They didn't. That's you know, that is what it is, but I think that speaks more to Villanova's Villanova's pretty good.
1: Yeah, Villanova is always a solid team. Um, but yeah, I, I I didn't I didn't hate this pick. I mean, it's a crosstown rival. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, take your shot. I, I you liked
0: work. it. I thought it was a good. I thought it was a good. If you're gonna make a pick, where you're gonna kind of take a chance on a team, I liked I like this pick. To your point, it's a crosstown rivalry game. It it matters. It's it's sort of like Drexel's been playing pretty well, so you feel you feel good. Like this is the type of game that you could. You know, snag, but mm-hmm. yeah, it was good. Well, let's talk about your your win. You got a big W over the weekend on Friday. Yeah, with got a win over. Got a huge monkey my back
1: this, uh, on Friday. Got my first uh, career win versus Novato High School. Um, they played really good game. They're they're a little short handed. They only had like 15, 17 guys on their bench. Um, gave us almost all we can handle, but guys pulled through with a win. You know, we practiced two to three times a week um those situations up one two minutes left keep it in and you know this year we've proved once if we can get the game to that point we're we're gonna win
0: yeah we're good. not gonna blow that's that good.
1: lead the guys well, absolutely hate it because it's like hey you're about to eat checks for two minutes straight but I'm gonna win well, the game
0: uh uh you know not if you pass before you need to you'll eat a lot less <laughs> checks um you know a lot of one-on-one players featured in those two on those two teams um, from oh, yeah. Novato and and Justin. So pretty cool to see those guys out there competing. And not surprising, it was a close game. And uh, you know Novato uh, well coached and, and well prepared. It sounds like it was a lot of fun. Wish I could have been there. You know, it would have been nice to have watched it, but you never sent me that login. Yeah, and
1: uh, and ended up not <laughs> streaming on NFHS, so you did not miss it. I could I could send you the huddle link if you're that interested. I stayed
0: up I stayed up to watch that game. Sit up late. I was uh I was all bug eyed. Not really. No. Um yeah, some big games this week. You know, obviously it's gonna be a lot of lot of lacrosse. Um I was trying to look to see if there's any any big weekday games that might be coming on the pipe here. Uh there and there is a couple. Harvard, Boston, you play tomorrow. Um Ohio State, Dartmouth play tomorrow. Is Boston still undefeated? Uh yeah, I believe so. There's seven and zero. Six zero, excuse six and me, and out, yeah. Wow, six Ooh. and zero. But their next, their schedule the next few weeks. Here's what they got: they got Harvard, Lafayette, Navy, Yale, Princeton, Loyola. A lot of ivies. Yeah, I uh man, Boston could Boston could start six zero and, and finish like seven and six. They have Harvard, Lafayette, Navy, Yale, Princeton, Loyola, Lehigh, Army.
1: Yeah, they have the the meat of the. Uh, patriot league at the end
0: going uh i i honestly i honestly could see them losing six of those games and winning two
1: the five the final six
0: no I, I think they'll be beat beat harvard and beat lafayette navy maybe navy's a question mark I'd, but yeah, i think navy's, they could beat lafayette but yeah harvard yeah I, I mean it's yeah that's a Lafayette's also been
1: surprisingly start. competitive for historically one of the worst teams in Division One.
0: Correct. Yeah, I agree with that. We'll see. They're still undefeated. And that's the and they, nicest thing done. I've ever said about Lafayette Lacrosse.
1: Surprisingly competitive.
0: <laughs> they're not. They're not bad. They're okay. They didn't win a single game last year. Hey, everyone has hard years. Okay, <laughs> it's true. Oh, they, they didn't won. win
1: anything in twenty twenty two. So they went two years without winning a game.
0: 2020 I mean they yeah, won two games this year yeah 2020 oh yeah they started 0-5 0-6 yeah well, they're getting better they're competitive they're getting better surprisingly competitive there we go here's your word of the day alright well you know if you, uh, if you like the show hit that subscribe button hit the likes put a review in there make sure people know about us tweet tell us how much we suck at our takes we'll love it until Thursday Peace out.